Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Asher Marketing Podcast. I'm Anthony Giuliano, and my guest this week is Jill Boggs. Jill, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Anthony. Thanks so much. Appreciate well, you having me. Well, thank you for doing it, and it's good to see you. I don't know when the last time is I saw you face-to-face, but we go pretty far back to your days at Trine, and we're going to cover that in just a minute. But first, tell me how things are going in your new position at Visit Fort Wayne. Talk a little bit about what you're doing there and how the six months you've been there have gone. Well, um, I mentioned to you when I came in, the fire hoses uh, turned it down just a little bit, but everyone's been extremely welcoming and uh, the board has been very engaged and kind of giving me direction for uh, my first year, which I'm really appreciative of. And the team, um, I can't say enough about them. And I'm just diving in, learning about my uh, vision of an organization, if you will, like a flow chart of yeah. all its moving parts. And I just diving into each section and still learning, but also working on some projects and yeah. trying to make some things move. Well, that's great. And we'll we'll get into that in detail. And you've had, got some big shoes to fill. Dan O'Connell was there for 30 plus years. Dude, is that right? 33 years. Wow. Okay. And I do have to tell you, it was a bit daunting. Yeah. Um, even yeah, considering I can applying. Yeah. Um, Dan was a mentor of mine. Yeah. Um, as you may know, I was... Uh, the CEO of the Kosciuszko County Convention and Visitors Bureau for several years. So through that and um, his help and guidance, a couple late nights having um, some beers at a conference, you know, talking shop, I learned a lot from him. And he's built a wonderful organization. And that was also very intriguing for me to come in and protect his legacy, but also carry on. Someone's got to do it. That's right. And he's been very gracious and also very helpful. Well, that's that's great. And it doesn't surprise me having known Dan for a while. So let's talk about how you got there. So career path. Tell us a little bit about where you grew up, when you started thinking about a career path and what that looked like at the time. And then we'll talk about whether you stayed on that track or pivoted. So start at the beginning, whatever that means for you. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I um, was born in Illinois, okay. but the majority of my years have been in Indiana. Okay. Um, my father moved a lot as an HR professional mm-hmm. for um, manufacturing firms, and I went to high school in Alexandria, Indiana, right outside of Muncie. Okay. So natural progression was Ball State. Yep. And I actually majored in social work. Okay. It was going really? to change the world <laughs> by um, being a social worker and helping people, which um, then at that time, that was a hot thing. Oh, sure. So... Um, I after that I moved. Um, my parents were in Ohio at the time. They mm-hmm. moved from Indiana to Ohio, and uh, I ended up in Kansas City. Okay. I worked at a. You're going to laugh at a stockbroker's firm. Really? Uh, with the social work. So how, did you, how did you end up there? Well, I followed a boyfriend there. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, Kansas City was wonderful. Yeah. Um, I um, actually got licensed to sell stocks and bonds. Oh, wow. More of an executive assistant for a branch manager. A lot of your listeners and you may remember E.F. Hutton. Mm -hmm. And so I worked there. And then I also um, worked in Atlanta for a while, lived with my sister. Things weren't working out with my boyfriend. Yep. So I moved by her. And then um, uh, my boyfriend (laughs) got back together and um, back to Indiana. Oh, wow. So, um, and then at that time, um, you start losing what you really meant to do. Yeah. Um, I ended up working for Merrill Lynch here when they were downtown in Fort Wayne. Okay. Um, so staying on the fight. I don't know if you don't fight. Melissa Stout. 
I know um, the name. Yeah, she. I worked with her at Merrill Lynch okay. and because my license was still good for two years yeah. after leaving Kansas City. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so, then, so how long were you on the sort of financial path? Oh, wow. Now you're really testing me. <laughs> uh, I would say a good four years. Okay. All right. Yeah. And and was that just always just a job or was it ever something you said maybe? I never maybe... thought of it as a career. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I think in that age, I just— wasn't I just was trying things yeah um and yeah. I think that in a way helped me build a good resume I can actually remember being at the um, firm I worked in downtown Kansas City when the Challenger explosion mm-hmm. happened seeing it on the ticker tape you know yeah. now I've really just dated myself <laughs> yeah but um yeah so uh many friends and good times and yeah yeah so so you decide that that line of work isn't necessarily what you want to do for a career. So how do you pivot out of that? You've got a social work degree. You've got a background in financial world. How do you pivot out of it, and where do you go from there? Um, I don't know if I pivoted on purpose. Okay. I think that um, what was starting to happen in those roles in Atlanta and Kansas City is I always ended up moving into management mm-hmm. or some level of leadership role. And so when I came to Indiana, um, I thought, wow, it would be fun. I lived in Angola. It would be fun to work at the state park. Yep. So um, I applied for um, office manager job there, and I got it. Okay. And so um, I was there 13 years. Oh, wow. Okay. And so I worked at an attraction, worked in tourism in that way. All right. So does that lead you then to the Angola Chamber of Commerce role? It does. Okay. All right. So <laughs> so that's where you sort of start in a path that's close to what you're doing now. Correct. Man. Management, yeah. leadership. Yeah, Okay, so what was that? How long were you at the chamber, and what was that like at the time? Well, um, the chamber was, oh, my gosh, every one of my jobs I've absolutely loved. I've been very fortunate um, as that person in their career uh, journey. But um, I applied. I actually uh, had it out, the um, ad in the newspaper, and I threw it away, and someone close to me said, got it out of the trash, said, no, you really should try and apply. So I applied and got it, and there were some, um, you know, things, surprises when I started, Mm -hmm. and um, the organization was struggling a bit, Mm -hmm. and, you know, we had two staff, and... um, several volunteers and the power of volunteers with staff, board members, uh, committee members. Um, We uh, went from a struggling, ailing um, nonprofit to uh, Indiana Chamber of the Year within four years. So that lesson I learned there of the power of many, Mm -hmm. um, no matter the team, um, that engagement, we all come together. I think you really can accomplish a lot. So um, from there, I earned my master's degree Mm -hmm. in management. And um, I had called uh, Dr. Brooks mm-hmm. at Trine University, who's our largest chamber member, who's yep. always very supportive of the chamber. And I said, hey, who'd you replace in marketing? I need a sponsorship for my annual meeting. And um, I'd like $5,000. And he started laughing. He said, well, I haven't replaced that person yet. I've done a search. I, I can't find the right person you can have your money, but are you interested in the job? <laughs> and I said, sir, I don't know how you're in marketing. And he said, I had the marketer. I need the manager. Ah, I can okay. teach you the yeah. marketing. So um, within a day, I resigned wow. and probably doubled, if not more, my income. Yeah. And 
started my journey with Trine University. At the time, the department was named um, Department of Integrated Brand and Marketing. I can't even remember. Yeah, higher ed it was for a long great. time went out of its way to call itself everything but marketing. Yes. It was community relations and mm -hmm. it was development and all this other stuff. But now I think they're like, all right, we're, we're marketers. Yeah. We embrace it. Yeah. So so you go into an industry you know <laughs> virtually nothing about. Correct. Is How long is the learning curve to get higher ed figured out once you get started? Um, it took a while. Yeah. Again, it, the support of mm -hmm. people who want you to be successful. Yeah. Um, you know, the vice president I report reported to um, was phenomenal. The president had trust in me. They really gave me the tools um, to learn. Um, they sent me on conferences and yeah. so forth. And um, I did a lot of my own self mm -hmm. um, education in it. There was a team of uh, three plus myself. Okay. And I it's was, not a not a very big team. No, it for isn't. Higher ed, yeah. Right. When yeah. I when I left in eleven years, we had over ten. Oh wow. Sports okay. information reported to marketing. Oh wow. Um, you know, remanaged brand across mm -hmm. campus. We had a full in-house marketing team. Um, so yeah, um, almost like an agency, if you will. Yeah, and this is this is when Trine had just become Trine. And changed from Tri-State. Was that fairly recent? August first, two thousand eight. Okay. I started in two thousand one. Okay. So uh, yes, uh, I um, was on the team to manage that wow. um, and all the communications, and we worked with the consultants and yeah. name change. You know, you just weren't changing from um, college to university, yeah. <laughs> yeah. changing the whole name. Um, but and um, I. I'm not in a position to speak on that anymore, but sure. it was a great process, a oh, great yeah. team effort, you know, led by the president and everyone. And uh, we had one year to get it done. Yeah. And the consultants to this day have still called me because I have the big spreadsheet of everything that had to be changed oh, wow. on campus. Wow. <laughs> so um, yeah. you don't you don't think about what everything needs to be done. Oh, sure, sure. It just was um, a wonderful, wonderful career. So you're at Trine then for how long altogether? I think about 11 years. 11 years. Okay. And then you decide to do something different. Tell me a little bit about what precipitated that. Why did you decide to make a change? And where'd you go from there? And what was that like? Well, while I was in Angola, I got married mm -hmm. um, to my husband, and he worked at Pokagon State Park. Yep. And so um, he got promoted from assistant manager at Pokagon to park manager at Chaina Lake State Park. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. And so it just was a commute issue. Yeah, you know, sure. it was a good 50 minutes to the university. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I actually had um, talked to the president about moving to the Fort Wayne Trine mm -hmm. campus, moved kind of to the academic side of things for marketing. And um, I did that for a while. And then I got a phone call and he said, would you consider coming back to marketing? So I did that for a while and the, the commute just, yeah. it, it got long. Especially so. in the winter, that would be. Yeah, yeah, it was. And and I, him and I had always talked about, um, I hope he does not mind me sharing this, but him and I had always talked about, um, you know, mostly me, that when people in any organization, any corporation, when staff or yourself or even higher up start getting, you find yourself getting a little you know, not as positive about your work yeah. as you should be, mm -hmm. then maybe we wish people would recognize just maybe moving on. It's yeah. for the greater good. And I think I was there. So yeah. I didn't even have a job before I talked to him. Oh, and he wow. was super gracious. Yeah. So I stayed on another few months while he found my replacement. He mm -hmm. was a great reference for me in my job search. And yeah. um, it, it was a very 
a great departure. And yeah, um, sounds like it. They're so successful. So um, yeah. I was I'm privileged to have been part of that for a while and really learned a lot of marketing. So when I moved into marketing, but also managing a nonprofit, mm-hmm. that was when I had a hard goal for myself at that point in my life. Anthony was to get into management of a nonprofit okay. again. I knew that I wanted to do that. So this is when you take the position with the Kosciuszko County CVB. Is that correct? Yes. All right. So. For those who, I think most people listening to this will be familiar with Kosciuszko County, but very much a lake community, a big summer community, orthopedic capital of the world. What what does that look like from your position then? Um, how do you get settled into that job and, and what are some of the challenges and, and opportunities that you have as you get started there? Well, at that point, if not even with higher ed, um, with my changes and management being consistent, but my changes of industry, I had a lot more confidence at that point that yep. I can learn a new industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they want an executive level, a C-level leader. Um, so, again, um, I had the management experience. I now had the marketing experience yep. because visitor bureaus are destination marketing yep. organizations. Yeah. And um, – you know, it was a lot of really diving into the organization, how it's working, um, listening, what do our stakeholders think of it, um, where's our current image, um, those things, and um, certainly getting out in the county and learning all our travel assets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, you know, um, a big task to represent a whole county. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and so forth. So, but when I went there, also we were having some issues. Yep. Um, so it was ground zero again, and building it. And um, I can remember my first month having a conversation with someone, and um, you know, it was do or die, and we did. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's it's uh, everyone rallied around things and everything, and we got a list of concerns and just started yep. um, fixing them. Yeah. Well, and it's it's the benefit of coming into an organization with a fresh set of eyes. Right. You can listen to those inputs, make sense of, all right, what are the trends here? What's probably true? And how do I prioritize based on that? Exactly. Um, that was my concern because now that I'm at, was at Chain of Lake State Park with my husband, I was commuting in somewhere representing a place. Yeah. I did yeah. not live there. Yep. And everyone was very gracious and understood that. But I found out later they actually liked someone to come in that was not from the county. Yeah. Um, where I could actually say that we majority time we promote Warsaw because yep. that's where the most of our assets sure. are. Sure. Allen County, we promote Fort Wayne yep. the majority of the time. That's where the majority of our assets are. It does not mean we do not care about the other communities yep. in, in the counties. Yeah, so. and, and you're neutral at that point. Correct. So, yeah. So, how long are you in Kosciuszko County at the CVB then? Um, almost seven years. Seven years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you learn that world pretty well and then you step into the role you're in now. And it sounded like, I can't remember if this was before we hit record or immediately after, but it sounds like you were a little hesitant to, to sure was. put your dad, your name in the, in the ring for the, uh, for the job. I was, you know, if it's just, um, a whole different level, you mm-hmm. know, my budget there was $400,000. Mm-hmm. Visit mm-hmm. Fort Wayne's budget is just under 3 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, accounting is accounting though. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I was yeah. hoping well, that, you have more expenses that too, wouldn't, so. yeah, yeah, wouldn't hurt me in, in the process, but <laughs> I had excellent audits and yeah. balanced budgets every year. So, yeah. um, but you know, that was daunting. Um, 
you know, measuring up to Dan, as we talked about, not yeah. not that I ever could or would ever strive to. Um, I knew some of the team members. Yep. So I got in my head, what, you know, what would they think about it? Again, they've just been wonderful and gracious. But those were reasons also why I was fortunate enough to know how um, – what a foundation, uh, excellent foundation the organization had and how well it was positioned in the market yeah. um, for tourism, not to mention Fort Wayne and the phenomenal growth. Oh, yeah. Um, and I've, my husband and I, when he's done at the park, we've always wanted to live in Fort Wayne. Yeah. So um, I uh, just got a lot of encouragement from my husband. And, um, you know, there was a little bit of fear. I'm, I'm probably divulging too much here, a little bit of fear of what if you don't get the job and yep. everyone finds out in our industry in the state you applied for another tourism job and didn't get it. Well, we just need to have more confidence and really put our foot forward. Well, and, and, and that was a valuable lesson for me. Someone once told me, and I think it's true, that people aren't as interested in us as we think they are. Exactly, Sometimes right? I'm like, problem. I'm in my own head. Yeah, um, yeah. My, I, was, I felt confident I was a good match on paper. Yeah. Um, and uh, so someone encouraged me that knew that mm -hmm. also, my background. And, you know, we really talk up retention of talent in our mm -hmm. region. This was a perfect example of yep. that. Um, some of the other top candidates were from out of state. Yep. So um, I was thankful for that. And um, it just kind of, I mean, my husband cried when he heard I got it. So a lot of women um, that are leaders have strong, you know, partners behind mm -hmm. them. So yeah. um, that was it in my case. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's great. So it, it seems like you're coming in those position at a really good time. You know, I've lived in Fort Wayne for about 22 years now and there was a time when there wasn't you know from a from a bringing people in from the outside right because right. I have family in Massachusetts when they would come there was a time when I wasn't quite sure what to do with them for a few days and now it's all, there's too much to do. It's right. it's very difficult to do all the things even at the top of your priority list. And it feels like that's on the upswing. But I, I would also imagine there's things that you get involved in that the average person wouldn't see, some of the athletics events and some of the other things. So so talk a little bit about the breadth of responsibility that the CBB has. It's, it's truly about marketing Fort Wayne and Northeast Indiana to the world, but what's the core of that and where is your focus as an organization? Um, sure. Everything we do, every expense we do is marketing and promotions related mm -hmm. to showcase Fort Wayne. Yep. And uh, reposition ourselves. Our marketing team does a phenomenal job positioning ourselves as a world-class, mm -hmm. family-friendly destination. Yep. Um, our sales team. They work to bring in conventions, um, meetings, conferences, sports tournaments, um, trade shows. And um, 2021, that was $7 million impact mm -hmm. for 179 events and 248,000 attendees. Wow. Now, while we have a sales team, so do the 24 yeah. venues that hosted yeah. all those attendees, and we all work together to make those numbers, that economic impact work, yeah. and good partnerships in that. And, you know, our visitor uh, partner, um, visitor services and partner uh, relations, we have a um, very friendly, uh, helpful visitor center. Uh, they served in 2021 5,535 in-person visitors, mm -hmm. and they fielded over 14,000 um, phone calls and emails. Yeah. And you had brought up something about um, you had friends visiting, you didn't know what to do. 
we cannot encourage enough that just because we have visit in front of our name, our resources, our website, our social media, our e-newsletters, our maps, um, uh, other print collateral, we have 70,000 visitor guides are for residents also. Yeah. Indiana's largest travel market is visiting VFR market, we call mm-hmm. it, visiting friends and relatives. Yeah. Um, Indiana Tourism Association redid the research, and doesn't matter if you're in the northern third, central, or um, southern third of Indiana, it's VFR market. Um, yeah. We hate to say it, but let's face it. Um, most people fly over Indiana yep, for tourism, sure, but that sure. does not mean we do not have tourists here. We do not have the the visitors that make up that economy of the visitor economy. You talk about where it's the meetings, the sports, yeah, um, and so forth. Well, so. It's, it's become one of my favorite things because uh, you know I'll, I'll admit this, and I don't think there's a lot of people from my hometown who listen to this podcast. But being from Massachusetts. And I, I was once this way myself, and I'm probably kind of still this way. You have, a chip, you have a chip on your shoulder, like, you know, well, you know, what what could you do here that you couldn't do in Boston? But it's always really a point of pride for me when people are super surprised at how fun it is and how easy it is to have a good time in Fort Wayne. I'm very biased about our trail system, as you know, because I've served on the board Absolutely. for a number of years. Yeah. But that – I continue to look at other communities that tout their trail system, and I haven't found one yet that is as good as ours. And it's those little things. It's it's the restaurants. It is mm-hmm. the downtown Fort Wayne infrastructure. It's the trails that make people say, you know, this is pretty great. I would love to come back again. But they never would have thought to do it on their own. The only reason they're here is to see someone they know. Right. Yeah. You know, our marketing campaigns, advertising, PR, social media, we have all our sales to promote. But we have the ability to curate all those great things yeah. and put it in one package for whether it's residents, well, it, visitors, um, convention goers, but also our businesses, our mm-hmm. manufacturers, our corporations in their talent attraction. Yeah. Um, we do have relocation packets. So we really try to get that information out that we are a community shared value, a resource for everybody, not just visitors. Yeah. Um, but we like uh, $741 million a year. Yeah. Yeah. is spent by 6.5 million visitors. Wow. So wow. you can't underestimate that. Right now, I think we're the county's seventh largest yeah. um, uh, industry. Okay. And we're number four out of 92 counties in the state uh, okay. in visitor spending. Okay. So well, uh, yeah. it's significant for Indiana, um, excuse me, Fort Wayne and Indiana, but also um, what it saves you as a resident on taxes yeah. is right around the $40 million mark. Yeah. So that would be dispersed by a lot of people <laughs> yeah. uh, to, to yeah. make up for. So. Yeah. Well, I'm one of the oddballs who lives here, but when I have people in from out of town, I do take them to the visitor center. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Souvenirs. That's right. People don't realize we even have an online store yeah. that uh, people buy stuff for Christmas. or Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we have a lot of great folks come in and buy things that are locals. Yeah. So, so tell me about some of the big things you're working on. And obviously, there's some things you probably can't share because they're proprietary. But what are some of the things that are taking up a lot of your time and energy right now? I would assume that one of those is still learning the job and figuring out which end is up because you haven't been there for a year yet. But in addition to that, what are some of the things that are at the top of your to-do list? Well, um, 
the board asks that I focus on the inside of the four walls first. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously get to know my team, yeah. um, understand their roles, review job descriptions, uh, not to make any big changes. That's not my style. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I really ethically value my own personal values. I want to work at an organization where it matches my values. Yep. It's a good fit. And, and one thing that's important is not a lot of change unless it benefits them, yeah. unless it helps them have the tools they need yeah. uh, to work their magic. Um, I see my role mostly as trying to provide inspiration, giving them that freedom to explore um, uh, and uh, to work their magic. So um, projects, they're working on a lot. I had to do a, a board meeting, a 90-day update on our projects. And each department is uh, very active and trying to move us forward and complete things. Mm-hmm. Myself, um, looking at policy manual, I've learned every organization should have a policy on when to update the policy manual, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because we do that and then kind of forget it. Sure. So I'm kind of getting into the management geek things of, of uh, so forth. But, um, you know, looking at salary surveys, mm-hmm. are we where we should be? Um, and uh, we're looking at accreditation which is a big thing in our U.S. Fort Wayne Visitors Bureau should be accredited. So we're tell t- me a little bit about that. I'm not sure I'm familiar and, with and that. And I told myself I wasn't going to mention this because <laughs> now my feet are to the fire. But um, it's really exciting. It's called Destination Marketing Accreditation Program. Okay. It's through an organization nationally and internationally called Destinations International. Okay. And we are tax-funded Visitor bureaus are tax-funded through the bed tax, Mm -hmm. innkeeper's tax. And um, I personally, my value system feel that holds us to a different standard. Mm -hmm. And so there's 120 standards you need to meet to be um, accredited with distinction, and we're going after it. Okay. One big reason why is I feel we have a great head start under Dan's leadership, Mm -hmm. Kristen Guthrie's leadership there. Um, as well as, um, you know, some others that are making things happen there. So we're currently doing an inventory of the 120. Yep. What do we have? Are they where they need to be by the requirements? Um, let me give you an example of the easiest standard. Um, do you have articles of incorporation? Yep. Drop it in the <laughs> okay. folder, Got upload it. it. Um, however, then do you have an advocacy plan, which is or a contingency business plan? Mm-hmm. Um you know, what if you had a disaster in your office? How are you going to operate? Things we all should have, but sure. your certain financials or a governance policy that your organization's committed to governance or a transparency policy. So a lot of things like that that help elevate your organization. Okay. And, um, you know, another easy ones, do you have bylaws? Mm-hmm. You'd probably be surprised. Some may not know where their bylaws are. So are there other CBBs in nearby that have this distinction? Um, larger ones. Okay. And then throughout the country. Okay. You know, right. we want to be up there with Boston. Oh, sure. Miami. Sure. And, you yeah. know, I, I can't confirm if Indy does or not. But, yeah. Um, yeah, but I think Fort Wayne deserves that. And I think that Visit Fort Wayne with all the efforts before before me is at that level. Yeah. And why not? We all work hard. We want that badge under our email. Oh, sure. um, and I think it'll go a long way in our sales of groups. Sure. They see that we're operating at, at that level. Yeah. And um, you have to maintain those standards. Yeah. They may send new ones down as our uh, travel environment and industry changes or yeah. new requirements. And certainly since COVID and the oh, pandemic, sure. there's new things to pay attention to. So sure. it just kind of uh, keeps us on our toes and, you know, um, running the way we need to run and yeah. operate being tax funded. So uh, I'm, I'm guessing it's a it's incredibly, incredibly competitive business. You know, I've 
I, I've had the, the the benefit of going to a lot of like-sized cities, maybe a little larger than Fort Wayne, and they all have good stuff going on. Um, wh- what would you say are Fort Wayne's biggest differentiators, the things that really sell people on – you know, this is a place where I want to spend some time. Is it family-friendly aspect? Is it the diversity of stuff to do? Is it uh, – what would you say are some of the some of the things? And if, if you're still learning that, that is fair. <laughs> <laughs> you see me giving you that, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's all of the above. I am still learning. Yeah. Um, Kristen would be your ideal person yeah. to talk to on that. But um, again, I know we position ourselves as family friendly. Yeah. We have a lot of attractions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we do the be a tourist in your own hometown yeah. event, which promotes our attractions. Yeah. That's very family oriented. Um, and we um, have the dining is impeccable. We were just looking at some research uh, this morning, if I can recall. Um, and food and dining was one of our big mm-hmm. factors. People yeah. will come from pretty far to come dine here. Yeah. And um, so uh, you have Savor Fort Wayne. Yeah. Um, and that's in January uh, for 12 days. Yep. And be a tourist in your own hometown is September 11th, by the way. I'm just going to throw okay. that in yeah. there. Yeah, get all so, the plugs. Yeah, all the passports yeah. are going to be delivered soon and everything. Team's super excited about that, as are our attraction partners. But um so, yeah, I think it's everything they've done, some in-depth studies um, that I have to dive into. Uh, we have visitor profile research and your market, your marketing, you know, research is very important to oh, us. Oh, sure. Yeah. And um, we also have, um, we can tell uh, who is at the hotels at any given time, that fluctuation of yeah. occupancy and everything. So we have a lot of tools that give us that information to direct our marketing strategies and sales strategies, but I'm still learning yeah. uh, exactly, well, that's, that's fair. exactly so, our markers. Fair. You know, we, we, we do outdoor, we do yep. faith-based groups, yep. so the genealogy center is big time. Um, so yeah, there's so much going on, but yeah. if you have me back again, but although <laughs> I know Kara has only been on, the only one that's been on twice. So far. So, so far. far, yeah. So maybe in a few years. All right. Start adding some others. So talk a little bit about the team you work with. You've got some folks who've been with Visit Fort Wayne for quite some time. Yes. Really talented folks. And fingers crossed they have not quit on me. So <laughs> well, good. We'll, well good. So tell me a little bit about the structure and, and how you seek to lead that team and when you seek to stay out of their way. <laughs> well, um, First of all, the structure, I think, was perfect when I came in. Mm-hmm. There's administration, so there's myself and um, operations manager, and then there's marketing and communications, so yep. VP of marketing communications, a marketing communications manager, yep. um, and we have two digital specialists, um, and then also a coordinator, and um, they work very well together, and I I'm in awe what they accomplish. Uh, then we have our sales team, yeah. and there are four in there. Yeah. Uh, we do a lot of services for groups in advance, down to press releases that their conventions are coming. You'd be surprised what we have. So we have a group services manager, director of sales, sports tourism manager, yeah. and then a senior um sales manager as well. And then we have uh, visitor service, visitor partner services. That's our whole um Gosh, the selling of ads of our guides, our mm-hmm. visitor center. Yep. Um, you know, they have a team of five to our part-time because during Saturdays on this. Okay. So we have a total of 14 employees okay. full-time. All right. Okay. And um, 
they we just got to I just asked them to start sharing their reports that they send to me because mm-hmm. I look at these and I, I honestly am I know it sounds cliche, but I'm in awe at what they mm-hmm. accomplish on their yeah. reports. But I think it's important each department sees what the others oh, are sure. working on. You couldn't possibly explain all that in your sure. team meetings. Well, and it's it's in any yep. in any job, it gets Absolutely. really easy to work in isolation. Sure, and we are kind of, we have two separate offices. The team does not, you know. That doesn't seem to be an issue at all with the yeah. team. But why not share? I, I said to them, we're, we know we're doing great work. Well, why not let's oh, talk sure. about it and see it? So we put those on the cloud, and they can just look at them as they would like. But, um, yeah, it's just crazy. And I'm pretty hands-off. This was a well-oiled machine yeah. before I came on. Yep. So I just want to find my role and how I can help them do their thing, um, how I can be better in the community at advocating for uh, destination development. Yeah. Um, really would like to do a destination, excuse me, a tourism master plan. Mm-hmm. You know, what's tourism going to look like in 10, 20 years yeah. for Fort Wayne Allen in Allen County? Yeah. Um, we need to be able to answer that, and that can help a lot of development because, again, $741 million a year spent on visitor by visitors, is we cannot deny that. Oh, sure, sure. Well, and, and one of the things that um, you have the ability to say, I don't know because I'm new, another question. I, I've noticed that recently it looks like Visit Fort Wayne's been doing some influencer marketing, really tapping into uh, those folks who – for a living, just kind of travel and tell their stories. Is that an initiative that you put into motion or was that one of your team members? How did that get started? Yes. No, that is marketing. I did not put that into motion. Um, and I'm assuming you mean um, like uh, our the, all the free PR that yeah. we get. Yep. Yeah. We call that our earned media. Yep. And you were going to ask me about <laughs> our favorite tool. Now, favorite tool um, – plays into that, what I was going to share with you, because I I talked with Kristen and and we brainstormed this and, you know, we're always looking at new tools, but some of them, what we use are specific to our industry that would not apply to a lot of your listeners if they're in marketing. So, um, but one thing that I think especially nonprofits lose sight of is the value of earned media. Mm -hmm. And I do have some numbers here because I thought it was interesting. Um, we uh, last year we hosted 21 travel writers and bloggers and 17 um, additional virtually, resulting in 48 articles and more than 65 million media impressions. Wow! wow. Um, the photo hours goal list coverage doesn't happen by itself. Mm-hmm. The six. Scenic Midwest Road Trips for Outdoorsy Families by FamilyVacationist.com and USA Today does not happen yeah. by itself. Yeah. So we'd love organically to have Fort Wayne or Allen County sure. on these lists, but they don't always. And we are actively going after them. Jessa um, on our yep. team is the one that goes after them and works with them. Uh, we just had hosted this year the Midwest Travel Journalists yep. Association, generated a lot of articles, and they're still coming. Yep. She shares with us I all the time. I was fortunate enough to present as part of that yes, conference thanks to your right. team. And that's, I mean, what what better publicity can you get Absolutely. than hosting travel writers in your own city? So that's right. pretty great. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. So you've got the traditional earned media. There's also, you know, on social media, I'm seeing more of, you know, the leveraging of visitors' stories, people who are mm-hmm. here, 
who have a really large social media following. Your team is doing a great job of amplifying those stories. And, and in some cases, it's more credible because it's someone just like me telling the story of visiting Fort Wayne with their family or friends and, you know, makes it sound really great. Yep. Yeah. yeah. They're, on, they're on the ball. They listen, you know, to Instagram, go into more video yep. coverage and their algorithm. So um, we're covering more of our conventions we go to on LinkedIn. Yep. So uh, the team's marketing is has its fingers in every part of our organization. So yep. they support sales. They support the visitor center. Um, they support me and what I need when I get a phone call from a town who's looking to attract a, a certain uh, developer that's related to the visitor industry. Yep. Uh, it's just never ending. So yeah. we're, we are known in our industry as destination marketing organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, and even more so um, being thought of as destination marketing and management organizations because we can help um, de- developers such as the cities, you know, looking for um, information that we can help them with and be an advocate of destination development. So Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to pivot to a couple quick questions, things that um, could generate a concise answer, but they don't have to. Um, first has to do with career path. What's something you've learned? You've worked in different industries. You have tried a variety of, of different career paths and had great success in many of them. What's the one thing you've learned that you think is most important for people to know about career success and fulfillment? I would say um, attack your work ethically. Mm-hmm. Learn as much as you can, all while maintaining a healthy respect for failure. Yeah, yeah. That's it in a nutshell. Yeah. But attack, learn yeah. everything, try different things. Yeah, well, and, and the sum of that is you're never done. You're never done learning. Never done. Yeah. Lean in, learn at every stage. Yeah, all right. So second question, what is something that you think is either underappreciated about your organization. Maybe it's something that's a myth about your organization that you want to uh, set right. What's something you think people should know about Visit Fort Wayne or about the the destination industry altogether? Um, I think I mentioned it a little bit, but I can just tell you a little bit more is the the idea that we only serve visitors. Mm-hmm. We also serve residents yeah. and we need residents. Um, and, and, we have a great tool. Um, it's visitfortwayne.com, um, host them here. Okay. And what that is, is we have a tool where if you're hosting your yep. friends or relatives, you can go there and we can help you build an itinerary okay. with all the information, what you would like to do. But more importantly, on the sales side of things, Anthony, do you know of any conferences or um, you know conventions you go to that you could help us? Yeah. Host here. Oh, sure. There's um, ag tourism opportunities mm-hmm. to, to get conferences and conventions here. These folks really spend a lot of money. Yeah. They don't just stay in downtown hotels mm-hmm. or sports tournaments yeah. that our residents' teams travel to. Sure. Why not host in Fort Wayne? Oh, yeah. We will do the work. We will contact them. But yeah. there's actually a place on our website, on that page, where you can enter your information in the name of your group. Okay. That we can try and um, sell to hold their, their event here. Oh. Well, it could be weddings. It could be family yeah. reunions, and we have resources for everybody. And that's host them here. Yep. All right. Well, that's great. Okay. So you may have already answered this one. If you have, I'll throw you a curveball, um, a, a good curveball. But what is the one tool that you want to recommend to people? Is it Earn Media, or is, did you want to speak to something else? 
I don't have a one tool. Oh, okay, and all it, right. It rebrainstormed, and it's just changing for us, or yeah. it's so uh, focused on our industry. I don't know that it would be applicable. Sure. We do have something new we are working on that okay. helps us um, track our visitors. Yeah, well, let's hear about it. Um, I can have Kristen on again. Okay, all right, all right. So, so we haven't even released to our board yet. So the cliffhanger, so. the cliffhanger is we'll have Kristen back and we'll learn a little as, more as about a great that. new tool. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So here's my curveball question: You have been on this job for six months. Is there anything you learn you've learned about in terms of a destination, or could be multiple, that you didn't know much about before that you have a new appreciation for now that you've been on the job? Anything specific you can think of? I, you know, um, I would say nothing really specific, Anthony. I have been really blessed with meeting a lot of different yeah. people and going to a lot of different attractions or um, taking hotel tours, um, seeing the behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to go to the zoo yesterday. We had to cancel, but behind the scenes there. So being able to do that, that yeah. Just being a resident or a visitor of those attractions that I wouldn't see otherwise, but um, it's the passion. Yeah, I mean it's it's everywhere I go, but it's there's a lot of pride in Fort Wayne, and that's why Earn Media is so important to us. Sure. It really builds pride also yeah. among our residents and our stakeholders, where they live, where they work, um, and in place making efforts. You know, to know we're all worth that, but. Um, that's probably it, mostly. Well, and to see all the hard work that goes into making it seem effortless on, on the front end, I'm sure, is something. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's hard. It's, uh, an, in, it's an interesting uh, industry, and I've fallen in love with it. You yeah. Know? So super blessed to be on that management track and get get nonprofit management and that business sense of economic and community development through the chamber and then yeah. the marketing at the university because someone saw something in me sure. and took a chance and that actually helped me propel, propel me into this industry. So you just, you never know, yeah. you know, where life's going to take you. Well, now you're in a position to pass that on. You can yep. elevate the people, the good people who work for you and right. give them a shot. Yeah. So. I just want to do the best I can for them and for the organization for sure. Well, it sounds like you're off to a great start. Six Thanks. Yeah. Thanks so much, Anthony. Well, Jill, thank you. Thanks for doing this. Really appreciate it. It's been fun catching up and hearing what you're up to in the new position. And say hello to all my friends that visit Fort Wayne to get back to the office. Yeah, they think the world of you. Well, that is absolutely mutual. (laughs) Well, thanks again, and thanks to everyone who took the opportunity to listen to this episode of the Asher Marketing Podcast. We'll be back next week with another great guest, and we hope you join us then. 